Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Oracle's Radio. It's May 21st, 2020, and we're bringing you indie music, current events, news, and horoscopes to stay tuned. So we've got so much for you today. I'm Renee, host and producer of Oracle's Radio on Blog Talk, and there's a link in the information box so you can contact me personally and find out what other services are offered to the public. We'll begin today with first news. President Trump is working on opening up party lines to reopen the United States of America. Now, Americans have done an incredible job listening to local health authorities, heeding social distancing guidelines, and helping to slow the spread of that dreaded COVID-19. Our citizens are stepping up. And they're making incredible sacrifices. And the White House says that it's time to get them back to work safely. Now, a lot of people have a lot of different things to say about this. But the White House says that they're going to open the country safely and their economy. And it's happening rapidly. So safely and rapidly. The president says that in a yesterday's cabinet meeting, America is transitioning to greatness. A safe, strong reopening requires close partnership between federal and state leaders. That work continues today as President Trump hosted Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, who is a Republican, and Kansas Governor Laura Kelly, a Democrat, at the White House. It's like bring everyone together. Vice President Mike Pence, meanwhile, traveled to Florida to meet with Governor Ron DeSantis, who is also a Republican. FEMA and others are helping ensure each state is stocked up with critical resources. In our drive to crush the virus, they quote, the U.S. has completed nearly 12 million tests, unquote. This is something that President said yesterday on May 20th, 2020. What has been done with testing? What's been done with ventilators? What's been done with the distribution of product has been incredible. Arkansas, Kansas, and Florida are no exceptions. Each state has received the full support of President Trump's administration. The White House says that in terms of testing and masks, Arkansas has received over $78 million in testing assistance funding, along with more than $660,000 in 95 masks. I'm going to add a bit bit of commentary here because I've noticed that 
some of my family and friends are telling me that their cities are doing surveys to ask what types of artistic things that they want to see in their cities. I'm hoping that the money that's being given to cities is really being used for all of the support and not to clear up things and straighten up things or to beautify, but actually being used for COVID-19 assistance. Because if you've got money for that, then why would you be asking for assistance if there's extra money in the budget? Kansas is receiving over $80 million in testing funds, along with $860,000 in 95 masks. Florida, one of our most populated states, is receiving over $420 million in testing funds, along with over $5 million masks. In 95 masks have already been delivered. Avon has unleashed a new scent, Avon Flourish Honey Blossom Eau de Parfum. Many of us have enjoyed the offerings of this American company that has offerings for both men and women. And Avon says it is time to bloom. Avon Flourish Honey Blossom Eau de Parfum is a bright floral that lets you shine. Sparkling apple blossom opens to full heart and sweet honeysuckle nectar and finishes with the soft notes of airy vanilla orchid. They have this in 1.7 fluid ounce bottles, and the top notes are sparkling apple blossoms with middle notes of sweet honeysuckle nectar and a base of an airy vanilla orchid. Sounds like summer, doesn't it? The fragrance category is a fresh and sweet fruity scent with bright, sparkling, and crisp notes, making me hungry. (laughs) A note from the perfumer. As long as I can remember, the smell of spring has always brought me the feeling of joy, anticipation, and a sense of new beginnings. To express these feelings, I created a fragrance that gives the sensation of the first rays of sun in early spring touching your skin. I wanted this single scent to capture the essence of pure happiness and comfort. This is a quote from Gabriella Chalerieu, who is a world-renowned perfumer. A link to this wonderful scent is available in the information box, and we need all the help we can get. NPR reports 38.6 million have filed for unemployment since March. The United States is still losing jobs at an alarming pace two months after the coronavirus pandemic took hold. Another 2.4 million people filed claims for unemployment last week, the Labor Department reported Thursday. That's down 249,000 or 9% from the previous week, really high by historical standards. In the last nine weeks, jobless claims have totaled 38.6 million. That's roughly one out of every four people who were working in February before the pandemic hit. That means you know somebody, I know somebody, we all know somebody who has been affected by this pandemic. The official unemployment rate was 14.7% in April, the highest since the tail end of the Great Depression. Millions of additional people have joined the ranks of the unemployed since then. The jobs numbers will be worse before they get better, Treasury Secretary Stephen Nuchin told lawmakers this week. 
A Federal Reserve survey found 20% of people who were working in February had been furloughed or laid off in March or early April. The job cuts were concentrated among low-wage workers. In households making less than $40,000, nearly 40% said they were out of work. So these statistics raised from 25% to 40% in households making less than $40,000 per year. As high as it is, unemployment doesn't capture the full extent of the pandemic's economic fallout. A new survey from the Census Bureau shows many Americans who are still working have lost hours or seen their wages cut. Nationwide, 47% of all households say their income has declined as a result of the coronavirus. Losses were even higher in tourist-dependent states such as Nevada and Hawaii. Euronews says in Sweden there is a dark side of the strategy to com- of compulsory non-containment. Compulsory non-containment. Okay, the Swedish strategy for the coronavirus has been to recommend social distancing rather than enforcing confinement. But according to some experts, this is a dangerous strategy. We have one of the highest death rates in the world, says Dr. Stefan Hansen. I would say that about two thirds of the people, perhaps even more, should not have died. This is a quote, Hansen. So far, we've achieved one of our goals, which was to smooth the spread of the virus and also to make sure that the healthcare system can meet the challenge, recalls Anne Lynn, who is the Minister of Foreign Affairs. But for each victim of this terrible epidemic, it is obvious that immense sorrow is in the families. And we still try to understand why the virus has spread in retirement homes. They think their strategy is excellent, that it works, sighs Juliana. But if it is so good, why are so many people dead? We have all asked ourselves the question, wondering what this is. It seems like it's some type of invisible powder in the air. But we have to stick to science. We have to stick to the medical professionals understanding what this is before we make any types of thoughts about what it could be. So we must continue to forge ahead, support, and listen so that we can prepare ourselves for the times to come. On another note, the New York Times tells us President Trump has decided to withdraw from another major arms control accord, according to senior administrative officials. And he will inform Russia on Friday that the United States is pulling out of the Open Skies Treaty, negotiated three decades ago to allow nations to fly over each other's territory with elaborate sensor equipment to assure they are not preparing for military action. Hmm. Now, as I look at this article, I consider that to be a very interesting thing to do in this particular time. Let's go on to see what this article has to say. Mr. Trump's decision will be viewed as more evidence that he also may be poised to 
exit the one major arms treaty remaining with Russia, New START, which limits the United States and Russia to 1,550 deployed nuclear missiles each. It expires weeks after the next presidential inauguration. American officials have long complained that Moscow was violating the Open Skies Accord by not permitting flights over a city where it was believed Russia was deploying nuclear weapons that could reach Europe, as well as forbidding flights over major Russian military exercises. And in classified reports, the Pentagon and American intelligence agencies have contended that Russians are also using flights over the United States to map out critical American infrastructure that could be hit by cyber attacks. Let me repeat that for you. In classified reports, the Pentagon and American intelligence agencies have contended the Russians are also using flights over the United States to map out critical American infrastructure that could be hit by cyber attacks. Now, this includes things such as military bases, airports, um, various agencies with critical information that could assist us in such a time. American officials also note that Mr. Trump was angered by a Russian flight directly over his Bedminster, New Jersey golf estate back in 2017. But Mr. Trump's decision, rumored for some time, is bound to further aggravate European allies, including those in the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, who are also signatories to the treaty. This is information that is in the news Today, we're going to take a quick break and listen to some music. I hope you enjoy.
at a press conference before the opening China's annual meeting of parliament on Friday, Zhang Yishui, a spokesperson for the National People's Congress, said, quote, because of new circumstances and need, the NPC is exercising the power enshrined in the Constitution to establish and improve a legal framework and mechanism for safeguarding national security and upholding the institutional framework for one country, two systems. He added, Hong Kong is an inseparable part of the People's Republic of China. The National People's Congress is the country's highest organ of state power. National security is the bedrock underpinning the ability of the country. Safeguarding national security serves the fundamental interests of all Chinese and Hong Kong patriots included, unquote. The announcement confirmed early reports that Chinese lawmakers were preparing measures for a sweeping national security law previously shelved in Hong Kong because of widespread resistance. The law would bar sedition, foreign interference, terrorism, and secession. We're now ready for Renee's horoscope for May, Friday on the 22nd, 2020. We currently have a stellium in Gemini. Gemini is one of the constellations where our sun is currently at one degree. A stellium is where you have four or more planets and or asteroids in a sign at the time of a placement. Then right now we do have the sun, we have Mercury, we have Venus, we also have Vesta there, and as of tomorrow, the moon will be there too, along with the sun. And this is a pretty heavy hitting situation in Gemini, which is a constellation that is depicted by the twins. These twins have a bit of a, how should you say, reputation for being somewhat upsetting to others. If you have a birthday between May 21st and June 21st, you are considered a Gemini. And according to astrotheme.com, your mantra is, I think. This is a mutable sign. It is the first air sign. It is analogous with Mercury, its ruler, and the third house. And Gemini governs the arms, the lungs, thorax. Now, that's something to really think about because with Gemini governing our lungs and the sun is there in this month and also the moon, because of the aspects of the sun, I am considering that to be a good thing because the sun is currently trying that Saturn, which is retrograde. It's square the ascendant. That's a good thing from a standpoint of permanence or death. And it's trying some other um, planets and, and constellations, and it's sextile Chiron. Chiron is the healer. And we like this because it gives us a bit of a break for the next month from all that's going on, even though we've recently heard that we have suffered some of the 
most coronavirus cases ever. But I think that we can look at it as getting a little bit better because the sun is a benefit and it actually will show that we have um, something good happening on that end. Now, Venus is retrograde in Gemini. And I mentioned yesterday that this could bring about some old flames in the picture, but never fear. Venus will go back direct at the end of June. So I would say to you, in the words of the singing group in Vogue, hold on to your love. I promise you, too, shall pass. That is your May 22nd horoscope. And we thank you for listening. I want to give a special shout out to people in all countries who listen to this podcast. In the U.S., U.K., Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Norway, Ireland, Netherlands, Germany, Nigeria, Indonesia, Romania, Poland, Ukraine, Spain, Oman, India, Australia, Japan, and South Africa. There is a lot going on in the world. And sometimes we need a bit of spiritual counseling. So follow the link in the information box to self-schedule a phone consultation with a certified spiritual counselor today. Inspire yourself also by clicking on the link in the information box of this podcast and follow us on Facebook for weekly inspiration. You may also make contributions for the continuance of our show via PayPal. Details are included in the info section. We want to thank you listeners from whichever podcast platform you're enjoying and share this with someone who loves the news, who loves hearing about current events, and who enjoys astrology as well. You can rest assured that if you do, they will enjoy it and so will you. We can't wait to hear from you again and to talk to you again, bringing you good news, and all the things that you need to know in order to have a great life. Thank you so much.